0: All right, today on the Callahan podcast, well, the New England Patriots are going to give Cam Newton uh, the number 1. The number 1, it should really be a big middle finger in my opinion because that's what Belichick is doing. He's flipping the middle finger to everybody, and I love it. The ESPN and Jamel Hills and the Boston Globe, everybody, they uh they signed a black quarterback, uh but this one could actually play. This one was an MVP. This one ain't Colin Kaepernick, and uh, I think it's going to work out just great. Also, uh, we have the single craziest, in my opinion, the single craziest cancel culture story of the of all time, of all time. And another college football coach gets down on his knees and bows to the mob. Uh, it's never going to end. Um, we'll get into all that with Turtle Boy. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast brought to you. As always, by friends at DCU, why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, and no strings attached. What's better is that with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They'll even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more. And make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking. Get by NCUA membership required. All right, Colony, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan podcast. Turtle boy, Dave, you got to, uh, you got to reassure me here. You got to reassure me. I'm in a little bit of a panic. I'm afraid this means the dream, the dream of the Boston Globe, the dream of Jamel Hill and Josina Anderson. The dream that Colin Kaepernick would someday play for the New England Patriots is, is that gone? Is it over? Is are my dreams dashed? Will there be no Kaepernick in New England? I mean, I was holding out hope. He's available. God knows, he's a uh, a messiah for hire, and
1: they're not uh, they're not going to sign him now. I guess, huh? No, we have uh, a quarterback who's you know. You know, 100% black now, with two black parents now. Uh, actually, so it's a lot more woke than Colin Kaepernick is. He's the Sean King. There, oh, that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so the good news, if you're, uh, if you're uh, just waking up, if you didn't pay attention last night, the Patriots made an absolutely brilliant signing. I was never a huge Cam Newton fan, but I believe, I believe uh, they're getting them for like the minimum. I mean, they're getting them for incentives. Um and as uh as Jason Whitlock, who's the best the best pundit in the business right now, the the guy who is pushing back against uh the uh insurrection, as well as any pundit, whether it's news, sports, or anything, if you're not following and reading Jason Whitlock, you're missing out. He points out that uh this exposes Kaepernick because when you think about it, Cam Newton's a former MVP, former Heisman winner. A three-time Pro Bowl, or a guy who actually, you know, uh, accomplished something in the a league. Number one pick. And he's yeah, number one pick, right? Number one pick. He's younger than Kaepernick, and he's playing for the minimum. I mean, if he if he hits all his incentives, if I'm not mistaken, he's going to earn seven and a half million bucks. Seven and a half million dollars. I mean, the they, they, guys, whoever, you know, make uh, you know Russell Wilson's making thirty five million. Uh you name it, uh, uh, what's his name in Detroit makes thirty million. You know, Roethlisberger's is thirty million. Even Brady's getting paid now. He's making whatever he's making, twenty something. Um and Cam Newton's gonna play for nothing. Uh Did you play.
2: by the way, did you see before you move on from Kaepernick, did you see this tweet? I don't even know where where's JT the brick these days, by the way. Did you see this tweet? Uh, I'm
0: sure he's doing overnight somewhere. Do he screaming <laughs> in the microphone? <laughs>
2: So listen to this. You want another, in all caps, big scoop from my same Patriots source? Don't be shocked if Colin Kaepernick lands with New England, but not as a player. Developing. Dot, dot, dot. What?
0: (laughs) JT the the Brick is saying that he's going to be like in the scouting. Oh, no, he was going to be vice president of uh, diversity. One of those new jobs. Diversity consultant. Diversity consultant. That's what he's saying. (laughs) And JT the Brick says he has Patriots sources, huh?
2: Yes, yeah. So he must have maybe I'll I'll scroll down his feed. He must have been in on this Newton thing a while ago or something like that. But, but yeah, right, let's I'm see.
0: Gonna, I'm going to be the first to predict. Uh, maybe you already tweeted this. I don't know, Aiden, but I'm going to predict that Newton Newton plays more games than Tom Brady this year. I'm not I'm not sure about win. Uh, You know what? I'm going to just go all in. Wins more games than Tom Brady this year. Wins more. Okay. I you said Wins more, more. Plays more. And I'll tell you why. I mean, obviously. The deal makes all the sense in the world. Nobody thought Jared Stidham was going to step in there and, uh, you know, go go twelve and four as the starter. I mean, yeah. from what we understand, and everybody's writing it today, they don't think Stidham's ready. I, I mean, hell, who, who, how can you question that? I mean, we've seen Stidham throw at four passes in a he didn't real go game. Go very well. Um, we don't know, right? We don't know. Uh, Belichick and, and Josh McDaniel see him every day, so if they say stidham is not ready you know I, I believe them all right i mean what choice do i have i haven't seen enough of staring to think that he's ready so if he's not ready and we know brian hoyer we know brian hoyer is no good i mean uh we know he's uh, oh, oh. um just a guy just a guy i mean we, did you know brian hoyer idolized scott mutran did you know that Aiden?
1: i did not know that is that yes, true? yes.
0: who told you that like, scott mutran st- Speaking of which, can we can we get mute on today, Cullinane? Mute's our quarterback guy, I'd be curious no. to get his take. Uh, but
2: I, I could certainly reach out to mute.
0: Yeah, well, I miss mute, and you know he he and he and uh, Turtle Boy have such good chemistry. Um, we do. Um, but uh, where were we? Where were we? Um, we were saying that they don't think Jared Stidham's ready. So fine, Jared Stidham's not ready. Hoyer's not good. So what's your choice? I, I, I'm sure it came up in the room, in the scouting department, in the, in the meetings, the Zoom meetings with Belichick and his staff. And they said, well, Kaepernick's out there. And they said, who the hell would want him? He's, he's not even a full-time play. He doesn't even want to be a full-time player. He wants to be a part-time player, full-time martyr. So they moved down at Cam Newton. They waited. Cam Newton get released in uh, March, March 24th. They waited, whatever that is, April, May, June, three, more than three months. And apparently no one was going to throw any money at Cam Newton. Nobody. So he fell in, you know, they just waited. They, they, they did what they do and they did it on the same day that the league fined him a million bucks and took away a third round pick. And if you don't know how this works, if he leaves, uh, you know, as a free agent, because it's a one year deal, they get a third round pick back so it is such a great such a typical patriot move and it feels like in many ways they're sticking the middle finger up at so many people including you know, people as, as, as you've been as you've been tweeting and retweeting you know including you know the jamel hills and the and the uh jocena anderson's out there
1: yeah i mean what took him so long i mean this was such an obvious fit and i mean where else is cam newton gonna go i mean it's literally the perfect fit. page is what took him so long that's so what I don't understand. Why wait till now? What are
0: you now? talking about? They just explained it to you. They waited him out. He probably wanted, when when he got released, he probably wanted to get, you know. So you think he, is?
1: so basically he ran out of options? You think he was yeah, real shocked? Yeah, I like, yeah. I would I say that's kind of what happened. I think he's just a weirdo. I think that's all it is. You don't think he's really weird? He's really weird. Yes,
0: he's weird. But I'm telling you, uh, and and he's so different than Brady. You know what he could, you know what he could really use What Cam Newton as Patriots QB could really use? Rob Gronkowski, you know, it does seem kind of strange looking back that Gronk just said, hey, Brady's in Tampa. You know, can I go play with him? And the Patriots said, sure. <laughs> and I understand that he probably wasn't going to be, probably wasn't going to come back to New England. And if he did, his heart wouldn't be in it. He doesn't want to be here. But when you think about, you know, as as we know, they're going to try to run the ball. They're going to have the run pass option with Cam Newton. It's going to be a different offense. Having Gronk to catch passes and block would have been nice, but that's, he's in Tampa now. Is he going to all these, uh, illegal clandestine practices that, uh, Brady's having? Is Gronk there? I haven't noticed. I would assume so. Where else are yeah. yeah. And, and which is kind of funny. I know you've been following the critics of, uh, Brady, how he's not like wearing a mask at practice.
1: <laughs> he's, people are still doing that it's like i cannot believe that's still a thing after all after all the freaking uh the protests and all that I, i'm I just shocked that we just people are still doing that stop it no he's,
0: he's outside in the florida sun 100 degree heat with a bunch of 20 something year old guys and people are uh, shaming him saying he, uh, i got a whole list of people uh, you know beginning with a uh, our old friend gary tangway was on a Campaign on the weekend. and know Brady's irresponsible and he's not going to root for him anymore because he's not wearing a mask. <laughs> Are you kidding
1: me? <laughs> <No>. uh, by the <laughs> way, his wife tweeted out some weird stuff last week. Did you see that? About f- the police putting fireworks into the community and giving them black people and telling them to shoot them off. She wrote it on Instagram. It was freaking bizarre. I think she took it down. Giselle? It was- oh, yes. Giselle. Yeah, on she's Instagram. weird. She's weird yeah. too.
0: No, I mean, I, 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 I've seen. Cam Newton's press conferences. You've seen what he wears. You've seen his hats. He's an odd guy. uh, There's no question. But I look at, you know, people like former teammates uh, are are saying, uh, what's his name, the tight end. uh, Greg Olson saying he's going to be great. And uh, Norv Turner saying it's a great fit. Belichick with uh, Newton. Obviously, it's a whole different offense. But you and I were talking about this before uh, we started recording. And, I looked it up, the, the rankings of the QBs in the AFC East. I mean, you said it. He's the best quarterback in the division. And I yeah. said, is he? And I had to go check because uh, you know, who the hell knows. But here's the rankings uh, before the, the signing. Uh, Sports Illustrated and did this in May. Max McCullough from Sports Illustrated, one of these guys probably working for a minimum wage now that Sports Illustrated has been gutted. But he ranks... Six quarterbacks in the AFC East. You want to guess who's sixth? Uh, Tua or Stidham. Brian Hoyer. Get at him. He's Five, not. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Four, Jared Stidham. Three, Tua. Yeah, okay. There you go. You don't want to guess who's two and who's one? I would guess
1: two is Darnold, one is Allen. Two is Allen, one is Darnold. I mean, so Darnold had shown some promise at times last year. He had a couple decent games. They actually went seven and nine, so he's all right. Darnold is so mediocre. I mean, in college he did not. I mean, he's the most overhyped player I've ever seen. In college he did absolutely nothing at USC. They lost to Notre Dame every single time. This is he took over, you know, a dynasty essentially, and did nothing with them. And he's just big, and he has a big arm. And that's why they believe yeah, he in handles
0: himself least- well. He speaks well. He handles the media well. He seems polished. He was polished in college. He's one of these kids who was probably like ten years old, and the people said he's going to play in the NFL, and his whole life's been geared toward that. But he's a jet. He's a New York jet. How I mean? How good could he be?
1: <laughs> no, I mean it's like this is year three for him
0: now, and year three now. And I think you can feel it when you're watching. Uh, you know, like ESPN. Uh, I was just watching. Uh, uh, tim hasselbeck and dan don dan olavsky these uh you know these qb analysts i think there's real frustration because it seemed and, and I think, i'm sure you'd agree in march it seemed it was over right it was over the brady was gone gronk was gone the quarterback was stem people don't even know who that was or hoyer who who's you know, just a uh, placeholder. Awesome. Just awesome. and then people started talking about trevor lawrence which was silly uh, ridiculous. Uh, and and you know what rookie you know they could draft and you know could they win you know could they win six or seven they're the favorite
1: in the afc east now right they were slightly I mean, favored before but they're going to be a much larger favorite now. you're the odds guy you're always yeah. checking the odds they have not they're updated crazy. it yet because obviously the camp thing but before cam they Were slight favorites to win over. Were they? I didn't, I thought they were well,
0: I guess slight favorite, who knows? But yeah, that's I mean, it's because Belichick. Not, it's not a Please. reflection on them as much as it is on the rest of the division. But they're the clear favorite if he's healthy, correct? I mean, they're clear favorite, and if you win the division, and you, you know, you could, I, I don't, that uh, they change the playoff format? <laughs> they they did, did, right? They did, they have seven now. They have seven. So, so then you get to the playoffs and say you're in Foxboro and Newton's healthy and they're running the hell out of the ball and the defense is playing great. Then the, the worst nightmare for the, you know, for the, for the ESPNs and the, you know, the rest of the world is that somehow Belichick can sneak into one of the top seeds and sneak into the second round. Then boom, needs to win one game to get to the Super Bowl.
1: We've never, I mean, this is how many straight years of Bledsoe and Brady, 25, 26 years of this. I I
0: saw the most amazing number today. Turtle boy, the most amazing number. They had it on ESPN. Uh, Almost thirty. try to get your mind around this one. The New England Patriots have 423 straight starts by homegrown quarterbacks. Wow! So this would be the first one without when the second since before move. Bledsoe. Yes, so so that's Bledsoe, that's Brady, that's uh, Jimmy G. That's, oh, Jimmy
1: G. You know, yeah.
0: yeah, I mean everyone they've had, they've drafted uh, everyone, every quarterback uh, since before they Bledsoe.
1: They haven't had a. Co- My point is that like you know Brady and and Bledsoe are just tall statues that can't move but they have rocket arms. That's their thing. Now we have something different. It's going to be interesting to see what McDaniels does with them. It's it's a completely different, you know, weapon that you have back there. And will – are the Patriots going to have a running quarterback? Is that going to be what he is? Or is he going to be – No, I mean, no, you you can't. You can't.
0: Yes, he's going to be able to run. He's a great runner, but you can't run first, especially he's been hurt. Uh, although he's not been hurt as much as I thought, I was just looking that up. He's not one of these guys who's who's always hurt. Um, but um, uh, they, yes, they'll run more. Of course, they'll run more than they did with Brady. They'll run more of these run pass options. I'm watching him right now. He's he's like an option quarterback. You know, when he's when he's healthy and feeling it, he's tucks and runs, and he's so big and strong. I tweeted out that video of him working out. They. If nothing else, they now have the most jacked quarterback in the NFL. I hadn't seen him with his shirt off.
1: That's oh, an impressive that. guy. Would that do it for you? Yes, that that oh, does. Yeah. It.
0: I mean, what did what did uh, what did Portnoy tweet yeah. out this morning? Something about you know something sex. racist? You said it. Sex. <laughs> just sex, just sex, sex. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, he's, he's he's does all these crazy workouts like all NFL guys, and he's incredibly
1: jacked. He's like jumping out of a pool under the side of the pool. That wasn't the picture that Dave used though. It was a picture of him in a bonnet. (laughs) It's like I mean, he might be on his way. He might have a different name in ten years. Let's just put it that way, Cam Newton. Oh.
0: Maybe. Usually he's a a strange dude, but do you do I mean
1: uh,
0: here's what else they did. And I'm talking about, you know, people at ESPN hating this and Josina Anderson and, and Jamel Hill and these people said they'd never sign a black quarterback. And as, as Turtle Boy said, they signed the most black quarterback.
1: <laughs> yeah, doesn't I mean, a Southern black guy that won the highs and played in the SEC doesn't get yeah. much, you know.
0: his uh, this, guy, this guy, we're putting it up on the screen if you're watching on Facebook Live, Joel Anderson, not Josina. Joel Anderson writes Leave it to the Patriots to sign a starting black quarterback in a year without football. Now, this guy writes for whom? Slate?
2: Yeah, yes. Yeah. Slate. Which yes, is he writes for Slate. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's kind of a nobody.
1: Yeah. nobody reads. Check mark to anybody, huh? Yeah, <laughs> who's so the hell? Is the,
2: and by the way, where's Josina Anderson these days? I don't even think she's um, with ESPN. Oh, she's not? I don't think so. I think she's a freelancer. I think she's kind of a nobody, but she was texting everybody last night. She was texting OBJ and Sanu, and she was the one who was kind oh, of I on the that, inside. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's like because she, she forgot that she tweeted out. I mean, that's taking shots at Boston and New England sports for allegedly being racist is so easily done that you forget you did it. We remember because we're from here, but you know, in a little sense we have white fragility. If you, as we all That's know, so we're very fragile about that. So when you accuse us of that, we, we remember that we, we screenshot the tweet. You don't because it's just another day of you throwing out the race card arbitrarily, but we remember,
0: don't we? Here's a, you just uh, tweeted out the uh, you know, old takes exposed. Here's Jocena Anderson in April, late April. She says, meanwhile, have the Patriots called Cam Newton yet? Just asking. Not really. What?
1: Uh, It's like, okay, because they're not, you know, just kidding. Not really because they're racist. That's why they haven't called him. Oh, I get it. Uh, Yeah,
0: it's so witty. And um, I just had, I just had Jamel Hill up uh, here too. Um, But here's, and isn't it just, I say this about Belichick all the time, but it's never been more uh, fitting than right now is, He's a guy who never says anything, right? His interviews are terrible. I feel bad for my old friend, Glenn Ordway, every time he has to sit down with him on a Monday, particularly after they lose. Uh, he never says anything. He hates, hates the media. I mean, he has a real contempt for everybody, even the people who are, you know, uh, 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 you know, never criticize him. The, the Mike Reese's of the world. He, he just has contempt for the media. And yet he, in his own way, makes things so interesting. And, and he just, When Just when you think that they're going to fall, they're going to slip a notch and people aren't going to be as excited. Maybe their historic TV ratings and their radio ratings, maybe they'll slip. Along comes a a pretty charismatic guy in, in Cam Newton. As you point out, he's weird. He's different. Eccentric. He's eccentric. Good word by you. He wears weird hats. He plays a kind of an exciting style. He's, but he's what do you kid. remember most about him, Joe? On the field, though, what's choking the in
1: the Super Bowl? That's what I remember by not doing what. By not jumping on a fumble. By not jumping on that ball. Like, that's the first thing everybody remembers about Cam around here. Because that was the year in between our Super Bowls. We should have been in the Super Bowl that year. If Steven Goskowski didn't miss that extra point in the AFC Championship game, we would have been there. That was another one that got away. And then you watch because you, you, you told yourself it didn't matter because Carolina was 15-1 that year. We're going to lose anyway. It doesn't matter. And then you realize that Cam Newton is Cam Newton. And now you hope he's not still that same guy five years later.
0: Uh, I I wrote the first thing I wrote down was he's the anti Brady. You know, he's the number one pick. He won the Heisman. He looks unbelievable, again, particularly with the shirt off. You know, oh, if we noticed, I mean, you've seen, we've seen Brady. Brady has no muscle at all. It's what he, by design, we've seen.
1: He's the shirt off, doesn't he? Yeah,
0: he's got like a, you know, the dad bod or not dad bod. He doesn't have fat either. He's just skinny and. That's he's, way way like. better
2: on, he's way better on social media than Tom Brady because whatever font he uses, yeah. how the hell he pulls this off, that's yeah, the only thing Ben Bowen actually tweeted that was good. I don't know how you write like that. I have no idea.
0: Well, I, I mean, I could see doing like one letter, but how do you do a whole tweet like this? His I'll read Cam Newton for you if you're not watching on Facebook or Twitter. Here it is. He says, I'm excited as I don't know what right now. All praise to God, dropping content tomorrow. I hope you're ready. Let's go, Pats. And then there's a whatever that is the fingers. It's like that thing where you. It's like the Hawaii thing with. That's you. called the shocker, Jerry. No, close to it. <laughs> what is that word? <laughs> love. It's the number one <laughs> no, 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 an no. O with a line through it. A <laughs> U and an E. That's not love. I don't know. I think that's absolute zero. Isn't it? Oh, that's a number one for I him. He's number one, and we're pretty sure he'll get his number. It's okay. available. It's only been worn twice, both by kickers, Uh, Tony Franklin and um, somebody else. Oh, John Smith. John Smith. I knew I I didn't even have to look that one up. But he's number one, and he is a major upgrade, if healthy. And apparently, you know, they, they give him physicals. Here's what else I enjoy is that is like the, this was the moment. This was going to be John Henry's moment, the Boston globe. They were going to celebrate because the Patriots were going to slip. And again, not just on the field. We, We think they can't keep, you know, they can't keep winning every year. They can't keep winning 12 games every year, but off the field, which is what John Henry, what the Boston globe really wants that they remember the story they wrote, or they had that story as they were heading to the Super Bowl about how people didn't care about the Patriots anymore. It, oh, was, it was the week after 40,000 people showed up to send them off to the Super Bowl. You I know? think it was that guy that
1: wrote it to Dunk. that the guy I always make fun of. It was it was like like a, Doug
0: and Arnett, Duggan, yeah, Doug and Arnett, whatever proof, that the proof that the people had lost interest. I don't know if you remember this. I
1: do remember it, it very well. The ducks. <laughs> I wrote about it. It was oh, yeah. definitely a Doogie guy because I remember he, he went looking for the story. Like he definitely. searched for keywords on uh, Twitter. Like uh, I, th- I forget what the keywords were, like, you know, tired of it, you know, something like that, at Patriots. And then whatever came up, he would respond to it. Hey, I saw your funny tweet. Want to give me a DM and we can t- put you in my story? These, oh, right. these old guys That's already right. have the story before they write it. And, and and further proof, you know, first
0: of all, it's we talked many times about the you know the Lincoln those those the the what's her name, who worked at Sports Illustrated, now she's at Fox and uh, Charlotte Wilder wrote about you know the
1: Fox. Yeah, she's at Fox. she, she gets, I mean I don't the way I did not know that. I know that's Kirk's girlfriend, so I, I don't know.
0: No, she accused Kirk and me of buying her drinks, like yeah. hitting on her. I never yeah. even met her. And it was, was, she said it was like past midnight. We're doing a show. It was in Phoenix.
1: We were doing our show at four in the morning. And she accused us of hitting on her. And she's the chick, chick, by the way, who uh, wrote about Susan Pease from Lincoln.
0: The Lincoln Lincoln woman, Susan Pease, didn't like the Patriots anymore because, you know, Bob Kraft used to be friends with Donald Trump and Belichick was friends with Trump. And so was Brady. So she bailed on the Patriots. And they said, that's a reflection of you know, the
1: larger, the, this was published in where SB nation or something or bleacher. Uh, where was she before SI? She yeah. was, uh, she was, was
2: at know? Boston. She was at Boston.com.
1: Maybe it was the globe. Yeah. Maybe it was the globe.
2: Yeah. But it
0: was at yeah. the globe? I don't know. Yeah, she was
2: that. at Boston.com. Yeah.
0: I've never, I've never met her, even though she's, you know, made up a lie that we were hitting on her. But anyway, those people, we're hoping and praying that not only would Stidham start or Hoyer would stop, but they would suck and it would be four and twelve. And finally, at last, the ratings would take a dip. This is just the opposite, man. Yeah, I, I, I mean, even if you think Cam Newton is whatever, not going to be able to, I don't know, injury problems, you know, <laughs> you whatever. so healthy. You yeah. going think he's not going to stay healthy? This is the most interesting friggin' thing that Belichick could possibly do. Now you're a little fanboy Colin, and you were heartbroken when Tom he when done. Tom signed with Tampa. You got to, I mean initially what is your visceral reaction? It's like this is going to be wild, right? Uh
2: yeah, I mean I I thought he wanted if you can hear me I'm a little echoey. Um I thought he wanted to go with Stidham and I'm not going to say throw the season, but I want, I thought he wanted to go with what you said a homegrown guy. So it's kind of shocking that he's basically just saying I don't give a shit who it is. We're going after it this season. He can't. You're right. Like he he cannot. Uh, he has to have that competitive drive at all times. He can't think that there's a chance he's not going to make
0: it. Was always smile. That, that talk about Trevor Lawrence was always idiot. I
2: know it was stupid to be that extreme, but I didn't think he would like spell it out by going to get a guy like Cam Newton, who is a MVP. Like he he is going for it. Still, this is a oh. this is a message.
0: I mean, obviously, and he should, I mean, obviously he's not really going to tank for Trevor or anybody. As I pointed out in the last 10 years, the average uh, number of wins for the team that got the first pick was 1.9. So Belichick would have to win fewer than two games to get Trevor Lawrence. Somebody's going to win two or one, probably Cleveland. They do it all the time and they're going to get Trevor Lawrence. It was never going to be Belichick. It was not possible for Belichick in that division with that defense to win two or one or two games. It just wasn't. So it was stupid to begin with. And when you think about it, as, as we were just discussing the, the the rankings of the division, if the division is still this bad, you have no excuse. You can win it. You can go, you know, nine, you can go 10 and
1: six and win the division, right? You can go. I mean this this year their their schedule is incredibly hard. This year they got to go sure. at Seattle, at Kansas City, at the Rams. Uh, at I mean, San Diego sucks, but uh, you know they they they're playing the hardest division in football. Then don't sleep on the Cardinals either. Like they just got DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray's in year two. They're going to be pretty good too. That whole division's good. I mean, they and, and the AFC West I guess sucks. That's what we have this year. But we still have Baltimore. No one else in the division has to play Baltimore. No one else in the division has to play Houston. They get to play Jacksonville and teams like that.
0: Yeah, but Houston still has Billy O'Brien, right? That's true.
1: But he beat us yeah. last year.
0: Uh, he's kneeling for the anthem this year. He's already announced Billy O'Brien's going to kneel for the really anthem. Um, really um, um, we'll get to the uh, Alexi Lalas story. I have my usual list of bizarro, you know, insane cancel culture stories, including the craziest one of all. But uh, back to Cam. I'm thinking. When you're injury prone, I say this all the time, in your 31, he just turned 31, he's younger than Kaepernick. He's better than Kaepernick. And as Turtle Boy said it, I didn't
1: say it, Turtle Boy said it, he's blacker than Kaepernick. So this is (laughs) amazing. I'm like Joe Biden. If you're not playing on the New England Patriots, then you ain't black.
0: (laughs) And, And he's, I'll bet you if they offered the same deal to Kaepernick, and I would love to hear that if someone, you know, some reporter could, Get an answer. From
2: JT the me. brick.
0: Yeah. Get, JT get the brick wants to break. Tell me they offered the same incentive later deal to Cam Newton. He wouldn't piss on it. He would. I mean, to Cam, um, to Colin Kaepernick, his wife, girlfriend, whatever would reject that out of hand. You want to pay Colin Kaepernick uh, you know, a million bucks uh, with only 7 million in incentives. Do you know what, you know, yeah. when they're paying, you know, you name it, what are they paying?
1: Uh, a lot more of the model.
2: If, if Cam Newton reaches all his incentives and gets the $7.5 combined with the three quarterbacks, we're paying $9 million next year. <laughs> $9 million for a quarterback.
0: So they're not paying the white guys much either? Apparently Is that what you're not. saying? Apparently not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I looked it up because I'm thinking guys who get hurt in their 20s don't suddenly become iron men in their 30s. It doesn't work that way. When you uh, are injury-prone in any sport in your 20s, you tend to remain injury-prone. It's very rare. That a guy you know turns into uh, you know one of these uh, guys like like Eli Manning who starts every week or Brady so I looked it up and he's uh until the last well, last year obviously got hurt um, and um, the year before but he's missed five uh, before last year he missed five games in eight years I mean five starts in eight years so he wasn't <clears throat> excuse me, he wasn't injury prone. He had that Liz Frank injury last year. He played two games before he got hurt. So he got the bad foot and maybe that scares people because bad feet and big guys don't, they don't easily shake that off, but he uh missed two starts in 2014. He missed one in 2002 uh, in 2016 and two in 2018 when he started off great. He has not been hurt that much. <clears throat> for a guy who runs, gets hit, and hits back. so
1: But he doesn't I, die for balls. Maybe that's why.
0: Yeah, and I mean, seriously, again, I said anti-Brady because he's so different than Brady. And one reason he's different from Brady is when he went to the Super Bowl, <laughs> he blew it, he lost,
1: he I mean, look at this way there's nothing to lose by this signing. It's like if he's if he's Pete Cam and he's 2015 Cam, we just got the steal of the century and we, right. you know, the Brady legend continues. If he sucks, then we give Stidham a shot.
0: Well, no you disagree with me? I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to just say it again. He's going to start more games, play more games, and win more games than Tom Brady. And I mean, you know I, what? I I mean, I like Brady. I'm going to watch. I'm going to enjoy watching the Bucks, uh this fall. But I looked it up. He's going to be 43. He's going to be 40 bleeping three. And I know he's special. I know he has... Special powers and uh, immunity drugs and um, or immunity powders or whatever the hell he's selling now. And I know he's, yeah. I, I know he's got the best electrolytes, but when you're <clears throat> when you're 43 and you get hit, you don't get up so easily. And I think he's gonna be he's gonna be great in September, and in October he's gonna get a little banged up, and then in November we're gonna hear, whoa, look who's on the injury list. Uh, Brady is gonna miss a start. And then he's going to come back, and then he's going to miss a start. That's how it works for forty-three year olds. I know he's special, but he's still forty-three.
2: Yeah, but he has yeah. weapons around him. Cam Newton is throwing to Muhammad Sanu. He's Julian throwing to Julian Edelman. Edelman. Edelman uh, Julian Edelman, uh, Nikhil Harry. Yeah, I mean, come on,
1: breakout here, I'm telling you.
0: Uh, and he's going to run, you know, run the ball, and they're going to run the ball. Maybe it'll be boring, but uh, you know, when uh, they they still have a good defense, they still have six games. In the division, they could easily win four or five of them. And that's half your wins. I mean, you, you win 10, you win the division, you go to the playoffs. So I think. I, I, the reason I love it is it just shuts up. It just it pisses off so many people. That you you appreciate that, don't you? It, it
1: does. But we can't even get the acknowledgement out of them. I'm I'm waiting for one of them, Jamil Hill or something, to come up with some type of excuse like they're only doing this for George Floyd or they're only doing this for PR or something <laughs> like that. I'm waiting for the first dumb comment. I haven't seen him. I know you were you were waiting.
0: I was too. I was. It's it's become kind of like a game, like a little sport. You sit there and wait for all those. I don't know what you call. I was looking for for Ben Volen, you know, to come out and say, you know, whatever's wrong with this. But he said he covered him in college, and now they meet again. So I think that's probably one of the reasons that uh, Cam Newton chose New England because he wants to get reunited with Ben Volen
1: and Jared Stidham. They went to the same college. That's true, and they yeah. uh, both started yeah. elsewhere. You oh, know. Oh, that's very true. That's very true. So I is like, that where yeah. Volen covered him in Florida? Must I don't mean, know no who was he working for back then.
0: I don't know. Throw that if you can, Dave, throw up uh, Volan's tweet where he says they meet again because <laughs> <laughs> Vol- Volan gets people going too. Man, he is he's kind of a troll, he's kind of a I don't know what like a, a unwitting troll, but uh, it's his first eight years he missed. Five games. That's pretty good for a guy who ducks and runs uh, a lot. And when you see the highlights of his running, he he hurts people too, man. He's not like he's, he's a good guy, man. He's not running around them. He runs through them.
1: He's a big fella. He's got some moves too. We'll see what happens. Nothing. Which to lose. is not
0: always good. You don't want a guy running and ducking his head and getting hit. But hey, on a one-year deal, like I said, if he plays, gets all his incentives, makes seven million bucks, which is freaking. You know, nothing. That's like what punters make now. Literally. Can you look that up, Dave? Who's the highest rated, highest paid punter? Is he making more than than Cam? You think you think they waited too long? They waited this long for a reason. They they waited them out. You don't think Cam Newton was on a daily basis talking to his agent going, Why isn't why isn't anyone calling me? You know, why isn't anyone look at these other guys? They're all making thirty million. What about me? I'm an MVP. The Patriots are the first team in NFL history to get rid of and sign an MVP in the same offseason. Ooh, how about that? I'm full of fun facts today, aren't I? I bet you are. I love this. I, I love this signing, and yeah. it probably you know he'll probably get hurt the first day. He'll probably get hurt at some uh, secret practice where he calls his teammates together, and they they go to some secret field somewhere and uh, and throw the ball around like Tom Brady, yeah. and they don't wear masks. These, these
2: rebels. All right. Today's show is brought to you by Flagship Wealth. I'm actually joined by Dave McDonough, a man I have known for 10 years. Dave, you're here with us. We've given away hundreds of those free reports on FlagshipWealth.com slash retirement. So if you want one, go there. But I wanted to tell my story and then bring you in on it. When I got fired by Enercom, which a lot of people who listen to this podcast, uh, they know about. Thank you, Alan Dershowitz. My family had four 401ks that were not being actively managed. I spoke to this man, Dave, Why do people have to have an advisor who actively manages their 401k?
0: Well, David, first of all, it's simplicity. With four different custodians, that's four different 800 numbers, four different asset allocations. As we say at the flagship, you want all your ships sailing in the same direction. And let's talk about your beneficiaries on that. If you need to call these four different companies, can you imagine
1: if you passed away what your beneficiaries would have to go through just to get their hands on this money? Consolidation, one person to talk to. That's why you need to consolidate
0: your assets.
2: When I started with those companies, literally all they asked me was, when do you plan to retire? And they probably put me into some mutual fund that's just based off a time horizon. Nonsense talk. Go work with somebody who knows what they're doing. That's what I did. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. You can speak directly to Dave McDonough as well. He's the founder of Flagship Wealth. Dave, thank you for that information. We're going to it. We've given away hundreds. We're going to give away hundreds more because I do ad reads better than anybody else in the podcasting business, right?
1: <laughs> David, I couldn't agree with you more.
2: Fikeshipwealth.com slash retirement. Member F-I-N-R-A, S-I-P-C.
1: Hey, can I pull an audible real quick, Jerry? Of course. If, is, uh, so did you, like last week we were talking about the thing, Mike Gundy thing. Remember yeah. uh, his own player refused to play if he didn't apologize for an OAN shirt. You see, it happened again at a Big 12 stool at Kansas State. Uh, was it Kansas State? It was, Can- it was a little different this time around because it was a student. No, we'll get to the Kansas State. Yeah, okay, we're going to talk play about it. it
0: up. Let's lay it. Up. The Kansas State story I got right here, it's incredible. It's a student at the school who tweeted out a
1: dumb, I don't know, perhaps offensive uh, joke. It's like a Kennedy her- joke saying, like, congratulations, Ted Kennedy, on 10 years of sobriety. That, it was right. one of those jokes. And he, and he
0: congratulated George Floyd on a month of uh, being drug-free. Yes, uh, obviously,
1: joke,
0: right? obviously, when you read it, you said that's dumb and that's offensive and yeah. you cringe. But as someone pointed out on Twitter, Turtle Boy, someone said, that sounds like something Dave Chappelle would say. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's no, just That's edgy. something, you know, a, a comedian, an edgy comedian would say or tweet. You know, it sounds like something I don't know. Norm
1: MacDonald would tweet. I mean, kid, I they, they joked about pushing kids out of the fat kids out of the way at Parkland. Like nothing is off limits if you're a comedian. And it got a lot of attention because this guy is a groiper. You familiar with the groipers, Jerry? No. There's these people led by his kid named Nick Fuentes, who's an an admitted white nationalist, if you will. Uh and they basically they don't like conservatives that aren't aggressive enough on racial issues. So he is he has some views that I don't agree with at all on race relations and immigration and stuff like that. But it's just—it was a joke. It was—it was a bad joke. It was an inappropriate joke, but it was a freaking joke. And the players are all now threatening not to play. Except the problem is at Oklahoma State that could work because the running back that threatened to do that is a Heisman candidate. Right. Players that are all threatening not to play at Kansas State suck, and they can't—they can't make us—they can't kick the student out for tweeting that out. I mean, because it's not against any violations or rules or anything like that. So now they've kind of called the players bluff, and it's like, well. You're gonna play anyway, because we're go ahead transfer to Missouri. Whatever, you're 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 extremely replaceable. You're not whatever his name is, Chuba. What what his name is from Oklahoma State? Yeah, Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, you have to be a good player. You have to be a transcendent player to have that kind of pull. It's not gonna work at Kansas State.
0: The the uh, the kid's name is Jaden uh, McNeil. And he doesn't, uh, he, he's, he's now got over like 35,000 Twitter followers yeah. just because of that dumb joke. Yeah. But the a president of the school immediately tweeted that they were offering counseling, <laughs> counseling. Yeah. To deal with all the pain caused from a tweet. In this, it's, it's funny. When you first saw this story, Turtle Boy, tell me, you said, oh, man, first of all, this kid's in trouble. They'll kick him out of school, which they're going to try to do. And secondly, you're saying it has to be more. He has to done more. You know, Go back in his tweets and he's using the N-word or whatever because the president of the school is telling college kids that he will help them with their pain. And I'll get the rest of that statement, but I'm going, can you imagine whatever a generation ago somebody said something, a dumb joke, and the yeah. president of the school offers psychiatrists
1: to help them. Toxic masculinity needs a comeback, Jerry. I mean, these guys are supposed to be the biggest, toughest dudes in America, Division One football players. And they're so hurt. their fragility, if you will, uh, by a tweet that they're unable to play football as long as this student, who they'll never see because it's a huge university, they'll probably never see him on campus. As far as they know, he doesn't even go to school there anyway because they're not like you eat lunch with them or anything like that. What do you care if he's going to school there? How does that affect you? And, and, and it,
0: it is – Amazing that people I shouldn't say people. Some people don't see a problem in that. They say, um, "Oh, that's good. They should kick that kid. They they should do what they go you know, take that kid, whatever, and kick him out, suspend him." And you go, "Wait, he made a dumb joke on Twitter uh, again, like a like a Dave Chappelle joke on Twitter, and you're saying you're going to remove a kid from school because it's causing pain to uh, football players? Hold on here. I mean, you don't even." Take the time to 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 consider how insane that is. I have his. Uh, this is the president of the school. Uh, his his name is Richard Myers, and this is a statement to our K State community. He says once again, our campus
1: community has been affected by racist statements. Why is it racist? By the way, that's the thing. It's like it's just a joke. I mean, it's an it's an offensive. Jo- I mean. Everything's racist. You know the answer to that, actually. He
0: says, "He says we know this is not what we want to stand for. Our expectation is that we will help build the world up, not tear it down. During these times of high emotion and social media vitriol, we must not lose sight of the progress we've made and must continue to make racism and statements that reflect it, whether stated on social media or elsewhere, are abhorrent, tasteless, and ignorant. They're against K-State values. They're against my personal values. The campus leadership and I expect more of our students. I want our community members to show empathy and be allies for one another. Students who do not want to treat people with dignity and respect should consider whether K-State's the right place for them. Because K-State will not waver in its efforts to build empathetic, diverse, and an inclusive campus. Uh, We should... We will do – it goes on and on. but
1: What the hell are K-State values? You let in 94% of the population. <laughs> what the hell are your values? Everybody gets – you guys have more open borders than we do. <laughs> and what's – the coach is not that old guy
0: anymore, right? That The old guy retired. The guy was like 80 years old. You yeah, know? not
1: that guy. It's somebody – I don't pay attention. Nobody gives a shit about Kansas State football. They're completely – they're just in a conference that matters. That's the only thing. Right, but, but you're
0: right. So the message – you'll see. The message will be, be you know – Uh, we're listening guys and we'll try to do better instead of just shut up and go to practice. It's just some punk troll on Twitter making a dumb joke and um, who was it? Uh, Somebody, uh, was it you who looked up Jamel Hill and she was like laughing at some real stupid offensive joke
1: on Twitter? About training. It was Portnoy. Portnoy's already gone because Portnoy tweeted she tweeted out something about Portnoy uh, doing a Colin Kaepernick bit from like four years ago and it's it's classic, prez. It's just offensive. Doesn't give a shit. Funny, like classic. He would never say anything like that today. Uh, but they unearthed it, and Jameel Hill tweeted it out, and then Dave's been going through all of her tweets in the last uh, hours since then. It's pretty good. So
0: that's going on right now, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, every. I mean, nobody can throw. It, no matter who you are, if you've been on social media since you know 2007, there's some shit out there that you put that you don't remember putting. Trust me. So don't throw stones. <laughs> uh,
0: but. Uh, I don't see the resolution to this. They're going to try and kick the kid out of school because, you know, in in Oklahoma State's case, in the Mike Gundy case, I mean, he got down on his knees and begged, you know, this like 19-year-old kid's. For forgiveness, because he wore a T-shirt, that he was a no sad leverage. day. I hope, no I hope in- Gundy can't lose enough games for me. I hope he, I hope he you know, goes yeah. down in
1: flames. Well, Gundy, they they had leverage with because they can say, look, at you're seven and six the last three years. You're freaking the face of mediocre. Your big moment was 15 years ago with the I'm 40 thing. And uh, you know, like we have this Heisman Trophy. He's more important than you are. You're replaceable. Whereas with this situation, Kansas State football sucks. None of these players are any good, and this kid is a student, so he's paying to go to school there. He's not an employee. It's very different. They can't hold him the same standard.
0: Did the uh, did
1: Cullen just
0: go away? Did he like fall asleep or something? Is he gone?
1: That, that, I my
2: internet could not be worse. I can barely make out what you guys are saying, but they're telling the me internet, in the chat that it's your, working. Yeah, Your internet it's garbled. Like I can barely make out what you say.
0: All right, all right. Then do one thing for me. Find out who the highest paid punter is. I want that factoid. I got you for that. I want to know if the highest paid making. It's, it's, make, it's it Thomas Morse.
2: It, it's the Saints. It's it's Morstead from the Saints. He's uh point thir- nine million dollars a year. He's guaranteed nine million dollars. <laughs> Never
1: pay that kind for a punter,
0: It's The coach's name is Chris Kleeman. Never heard of him. They play in Bill Snyder Stadium, so they named the stadium yeah, after Snyder, a yeah, old yeah. guy. Yeah, but we'll see if this coach, you know, stands up and says, "Stop being such." Pussies!
1: It's a dumb tweet, you know. um I'm sure this kid. Uh, I guarantee the coach will not be saying that. They've said the opposite. They've they've come out. The players and the and the coaches have come out condemning it, making sure all the you know we're all united. We're gonna we got each other's back. Blah blah blah. They all want the kid gone, and I think there's nothing they can do about it. They're just I mean, how are how awkward is it going to be for that kid going to school there now? That's gonna be fun.
0: They, they, this is from eleven hours ago, Kansas. I know that kid. I mean, obviously he made his
1: own bed, but obviously he doesn't care.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, he doesn't back down. He's not apologizing. He's tweeting more and he's digging in. And maybe they will kick him out. But you know, then maybe what he'll sue. I don't know how that will play out. But this was from eleven hours ago. Kansas State players announced they will not play, practice, or meet. Until a student is dismissed. This was when? A, a
1: couple hours ago?
0: 11 hours ago. Really? Interesting. Okay. Uh, and, until the, the student is dismissed for a tweet, several Wildcat players, including sophomore all-purpose receiver Joshua Youngblood, posted a statement on Twitter announcing their boycott. That's incredible. I mean, I I'm, it's not incredible. It's incredible that, I, that it seems so, you know, <laughs> it's so 2020. I don't even understand. They say we're demanding the Kansas state put a policy in place that allows a student to be dismissed for displaying openly racist, threatening or disrespectful action toward a student or group of students. But he didn't do that. <laughs> he didn't do that.
1: He was talking about George Floyd. And he and why is it racist? Because I mean, you can't make any jokes about, Obviously, George Floyd in this day and age. I mean, that's way, 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 way over. They could find something a lot less racist to make it racist than that. That's a that's a layup for them.
0: Oh, he, okay, here we go. Coach Kleeman, the new coach, he says, racism is not welcome at K-State, now or in the future. He says, I'm excited to help every player unite for the solution now so that we can come together stronger than ever. His last line. You ready for this? Let's hear it. Black Lives Matter,
1: capital B, uh, e, capital L, capital M. Jared, did you see my tweet this morning? Because I think yeah. it's better than that. Everyone should write that every day. I fucking hate racism in all caps. If you're not writing that every single day, do you really hate it? How much do you hate it?
0: That's I hate it the most. I hate it more. I think, I I, I mean, I'm not saying the student isn't racist, but why is making a George Floyd joke racist? I mean, it's, a, it's inappropriate. Maybe it's tasteless. It's not funny, particularly funny, as you said. It's an old joke about Ted Kennedy, who's been sober for whatever ten years. That kind of thing. It's a dumb joke. But if he said it about a white guy, would it be race? Uh, whatever, whatever. It's stupid. We continue to live in this insane time. I'm going to get to the most insane, the most insane cancel culture story, in my opinion, that we've seen. I know you read it, but I'll uh, I'll get you ready for it. The most insane. Cancel culture story. Here it is. What is today? Is it July yet? June 29th, and we have the uh, craziest cancel culture story I've ever read. Um, but first, I want to talk about shake concrete. Okay, Colin, I'm going to talk about shake concrete. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything.
2: I would uh, love to talk about shade concrete with you. I would love to. You I made a bad call today. I made a bad call today. I came into one of the many offices that are available to me and it was a bad call. All right. I should be doing this for my house. Okay. Sorry.
0: Uh, we'll do better. Ne- we'll try to do better next time. Um, <laughs> this is for homeowners and home builders. Did you know my brother in law, Greg, has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. You knew that. Whether you're building a new home or you're just trying to upgrade the old place, get rid of those old stairs. She has great values with designs for any home available in concrete or customized with beautiful stone, granite and brick. Mark, I can't, I don't think I can guarantee this will be a great investment, but I think it will. I always tell my wife that if she wants to spend money, if it's on the house, I'm all good. Cause I know someday I'll get that money back. This is one of those deals. You get a new staircase. It will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. And you don't have to do anything. I mean, you just—you don't even have to go outside. Let them do all the work. You can't remove old stairs yourself. They'll do it for you. Put in the new stairs. Immediately, your house will look better and be worth more. Learn more about Shay's precast concrete steps at Shayconcrete.com. And if you're looking for work, and lots of people are, we know that Charlie Baker has put over a million people into the unemployment lines in Massachusetts, we know around the country, 40 million new unemployed. Well, when those unemployment benefits run out, maybe you're going to look for a good job. This is a good place to go, good place to look, great place to work. Shea Concrete is hiring drivers, CDL drivers, and they got openings in all four of their plants around New England. So, uh, you can get on their website, SheaConcrete.com, or you can just send them your resume at to jobs at SheaConcrete.com and see if it's a, place, a good fit for you. That's uh, shakeconcrete.com. Back in February when COVID-19 was a distant concept to most Americans, gold was in the $1,500 range. The Dow was over 29000 Today, as the virus tears apart the economy, gold is over $1,700. And the Dow's up, what, over 27000 Major market disruptions favor gold. Instability, uncertainty, and impending inflation favor gold. If you have not diversified some of your savings into gold, there's no better time than today. Protect your savings from any further setbacks in the stock market. Gold is a safe haven against uncertainty. And the company that I trust with precious metal purchases is Birch Gold Group. And right now, thanks to a little known IRS tax law, you can even move your IRA or eligible 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold and silver. It's perfect for those who want to protect their hard-earned retirement savings from any more downturn in stocks. Look back historically, when the bottom falls out of everything else, gold tends to be safeguard savings. Contact Birch Gold Group to request a free info kit on physical precious metals. See if diversifying into gold and silver makes sense for you. This comprehensive 20-page kit reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can legally move your IRA or 401k out of risky stocks and bonds and into precious metals IRA. To get your no-cost, no-obligation kit, go to birchgold.com slash Jerry. That's B-I-R-C-H goldcom slash g-e-r-r-y all right i i do you, do you want to guess turtle boy you uh, as much as i i follow the cancel culture and marvel at the idiocy and the insanity you and i were both talking about that couple in st louis that had came out with their guns drawn oh, uh, when the black lives matter protested uh, uh trespassed the protesters trespassed on private property, so the homeowners came out with guns, which and then you you gotta know, get a picture of that. We that that picture is iconic. Yeah, get the picture of that if you New could. You, you don't have to talk. You don't have to do anything, contribute. Just show the picture of that couple. The guy's in AR fifteen, the woman has a pistol. They didn't shoot <laughs> anybody. They just you know what they did? They showed they 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 practiced their Second Amendment right. Uh and uh the internet went nuts. The Twitter went nuts. All the usual blue checks went nuts. Ben Volen says that's not, you know, what this country stands for. And I'm saying what?
1: So you exactly- need the background and the story. So there's a Black Lives Matter protest going on. Another one in, in St. Louis. And this is in a gated community, right? So yes. this this home is is not a home. This is a freaking castle. I mean, that's like a twenty million dollar home. That you see that freaking home? That's a fortress. Yes. It Looks yes. like the it's last a nice neighborhood. neighborhood. Looks like, mean you know, a Mario level eight, four, like right in the cast. I mean, it's like insane. You expect Bowser to be there protecting it. So they come in there and the guy just, they're loud. They're like yelling. We're taking over all the stuff, being aggressive. Not this guy. He wasn't having it. I mean, you want to defund the police. This is what you get there. He comes out with his AR-15 and his wife is holding a freaking gun. She's pointing it at the crowd the whole time. And you know what they did, Jerry? They kept walking. They all kept walking.
0: My fa- my favorite part is the pink shirt. Comes out with his pink shirt. Is he barefoot? He is barefoot, isn't he?
1: This is how he dresses at home. I mean, who dresses <laughs> like this at home with doctors tucked in? Like and,
0: and the media is lying about this. They weren't uh protest they're like out in the street, they were on private property. It's a gated community. They came through the gates, they trespassed, and all he did
1: was come out. He is barefoot, come out with his AR-15. I mean, that's why you own one, right? To protect yes. your property for a horde of people trying to come in. I mean, this is beautiful
0: it is funny and I know in New England we look at, you know, guns differently and it's a, everyone doesn't strapping in New England the way they are in Texas, but people in New England look at that and immediately think they, they can't do that. You can't. No. Have, you can't you can't have an AR. and and I mean, in other parts of the country they say, of course you can. I got a license here. I'm I'm a permit. I there's the second amendment. This is my home. People in New England—they act like the guy just came out you of his what? house.
1: That is iconic. That's the picture right there. Look at that. That is a lovely couple. We that just, is. Look at the him. Suburbs are rising, Jerry. They people have had enough of this shit. You want to defund the police? This is what defund the police looks like. I'm going to come out with my AR-15. I don't need the police. I'm not calling the police. I am the police.
0: I I uh, tweeted yesterday, but it's it, it's amazing. This was early yesterday. The count in uh, chicago was at 46 i've not seen the latest to send him count sunday sunday night sunday afternoon a one-year-old boy and a 10-year-old girl saturday or friday night into saturday were murdered shot to death in chicago a one-year-old uh i think they were trying to shoot his mother or something and they and a 10-year-old girl and you have the mayor that that mayor lightfoot that loathsome uh person she's uh She's on Twitter taking shots at Trump saying, we don't need Trump to tell us how to. Do. And I'm going, someone has to tell you how to how to protect, you know, the citizens of your city, the taxpayers, because you ain't doing it. I mean, it is incredible. And there will be no celebrity offering to pay for the funeral of the 10 year old or the one year old. There'll be no L. Sharpton doing the eulogy. There'll, there'll be no you know Black Lives Matter protest. Over those black lives, over that one-year-old kid or that 10-year-old kid or the innocent people who are sitting in their house having dinner when a bullet comes through the window and, and hits them between the eyes. Those black lives matter. They're not quite as important as old George Floyd,
1: as we know. No. I mean, they've raised $35 million. They could pay for a lot of funerals. A lot. Of- they could play for a lot of businesses to be repaired in Minneapolis. That's $35 million is just in Minneapolis. But that you know they- what? You know. Joe Biden's commercials aren't gonna pay for themselves, Jerry. Right. <laughs> <They> <laughs> know, you, know, businesses,
0: you know, restaurants and and stores, they're burned out, they're never coming back. And this group has 35 million, which was intended to bail out rioters. They didn't have to bail them out because hardly any of them even had to pay bail. So they have all this money and all these people whose lives are ruined and they don't care. It's just it's just not politically
1: that house, so they don't the, care. Yeah, the house that they were protecting too was a, uh, it was an Anheuser Bush house. The Bush family built that house. Because I mean, this is like probably the most exclusive part of St. Louis. It's in the city. Yeah, so that guy was ready. He was ready. Good for him. But here, uh,
0: I'll, I'll let you guess. What is the craziest cancel culture story that you've seen to date? And the I mean, the
1: craziest cancel culture story I've seen to date happened over the weekend when they tried to cancel the Worcester police for shaking hands with me. Oh, that's a good one.
0: That wasn't what I had in mind. Okay, what do
1: you got? Um, I'm trying
0: to get his name. I laughed out loud at this story. His name is Mike Henry. Mike Henry. Do you know who Mike Henry uh, is? Yes. The who, yes. The Mike voice Henry is uh, was. I shouldn't say he is plays Cleveland on Family Guy. He's a actor. I guess you call him actor. Is that what you call people who do voices of cartoon uh, voice? Uh, they call voice actors. And Mike Henry announced over the weekend that he will no longer play Cleveland because he's not black. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, I read it twice. I read it. T- Henry tweeted out. It's been an honor to play Cleveland on family guy for 20 years. I love this character, but persons of color should play characters of color. Therefore I will be stepping down from my role. Did,
1: did you happen to see the Tim pool tweet the day before? Cause this yes. is uh, what's her name. Kristen Bell did this the day before and he tweets out what's next. Cleveland gonna leave Family Guy right on cue. It, I mean, we've become a parody of ourselves. We we are a is,
0: onion. That is, is so true. This is a parody. He plays um, other other black characters too, I believe. And and he's not gonna do. He's not. He's gonna quit. He's
1: gonna what? quit his job. Does Joe? Because, Joe's the Joe, the character of Joe is in a wheelchair. Do they have a? Does whoever does the voice of him are they disabled? That's a good question. I don't know. That's a, we'll have to find that out. Appropriate that um, not right. I'm looking at
0: the CNN story, which of course they, they think this is perfectly appropriate, but it says a number of white voice actors will be stepping down. Jenny slate will step down from her role as big mouth on miss big mouth as miss Foreman Greenwald, a mixed race girl.
1: Uh, I, I, (laughs) Are the the PETA people upset that Brian the dog is not voiced by a dog? That's a good question. I mean, I think, don't you think he should be? They should get a real dog to play Brian? animal rights activist, it's like, why are you appropriating, you know, dogs? It's not right. Dogs are autonomous creatures. So he's been doing it
0: for 20 years. He's playing a cartoon
1: character. And
0: they think he's the wrong color, so they have to find if they're going to continue to have Cleveland They need to find a black guy who does the voice, and I I mean, will his voice now change? Someone else is going to have. It's such insanity. Twenty years, I've been looking for Seth MacFarlane because, let's be honest, Seth MacFarlane can only buy into the cancel cancel culture so much. Here, he can't go
1: all in. He's He's a good liberal, but he's a little bit edgy. You know, right? Protect South Park. If we lose South Park, we're fucked. That's
0: a good question. Is South Park going to do any of this insanity? Are they going to lose South Park? It's game
1: over. It's done. That's all we got left. South Park. Same
0: way about Family Guy. Because of uh, Seth MacFarlane, I feel like he, in the past, has stuck his middle finger up to the cancel culture and stuck to his guns and and done you know all kinds of edgy stuff. But
1: you ever heard of Mike Henry before this? Have you ever heard of Mike Henry? No, and I never will again. But now you have. So maybe, I mean, this is why they do it. It's like Seth Mac, this wasn't Seth MacFarlane's choice. This is an individual guy trying to make a name for himself and outwokes the last white person who did something like this. And then he'll land on his feet, I'm sure. He'll be a good team player. He's a good soldier. He knows to say the right words. So he'll be okay. He's not canceled. It says Family Guy has
0: other non-white characters voiced by white actors, including Trisha Takanawa, voiced by Alex Bornstein. Who also oh, plays Lois Griffin. Asian reporter, Trisha takanawa So he, she can't, or he can't. Is Alex Bornstein a man who plays Lois Griffin? He can't play Lois. He can play Lois Griffin still, but he can't play Takanawa, the Asian. <laughs> They're not playing them. They're cartoons. And the Simpsons also announced, and I, I mean, this is insane, but the Simpsons said they will no longer have any Um actors of uh, white actors play uh,
1: characters. The Simpsons only have like four people who do all the voices and all four people are white. So that means they got to get rid of all the black characters and, and everybody who's not white on the Simpsons. Was yeah.
0: Simpsons ir- declared it would no longer have white actors voice, non-white characters. Decision comes after Hank Azaria said he would no longer play Apu, the uh, store owner. Oh God. You know, so so they're gonna but the, as I pointed out on Twitter, other people did too,
1: they're not white. The Simpsons are yellow. That's that's true too. And they're also cartoons, they're not real people. So I'd just like to point that out. Literally, we're talking about drawings of fake people and who can voice the drawings of the fake people as they move in the animated sequence. This is what we're doing in twenty twenty. Because <laughs> George Floyd died. This is by the way the catalyst yes. for all of this. This is how we get justice for George. Yes, yes.
0: yes. Uh, And um, it's a daily basis. I say this every day. There's a crazy cancel culture moment where you say that can't be real. This guy can't
1: be serious quitting his job because Jerry, you just got to stand up to the mob. But don't these people understand? I have a guy. Have you have you heard of Gupta Patel before? This is Dave Cullinan's arch rival. it has got Gupta Patel. He's my you know occasional co-host on the Turtle Boy live show every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday night at 9. And he was on the other day. And Gupta Patel, spoiler alert, is a white guy who plays a... Cancel Gupta. gupta. Yeah, Cancel Gupta, yeah. He works at the Happy Hindu Mart, and he comes on and he does his whole thing with me. And I'm sure a lot of people find that offensive, but guess what? You just ignore them. And you just laugh at them. And they go away. What's so hard about this? Isn't that
0: the whole point of Family Guy? The whole point is to... Uh, ignore the critics, ignore the cancel culture, the PC police. The whole point of what Seth MacFarlane does, the whole—I mean, every episode
1: is about flipping the finger at the PC culture, isn't it? Isn't that the whole thing? Out. But like I said, he's not a writer. He's just a guy trying to make a name for himself, and he did the voice. It's not like. If the writers were doing this, it would be a bigger problem. If the, you know, uh, if Seth MacFarlane was coming out and doing something like this, it would be a bigger problem. But it's just one voice guy who's trying to make a name for himself. That's all this is. All right, we, uh,
0: I guess, we got to get to it because um, uh, we saw this just as we were started to uh, tape this that um, Jamel Hill and others are going to try to cancel Dave Portnoy today. They've dug up some old audio from one of uh, his podcasts or whatever that is what is that it. it's the rundown the daily rundown with him and, KFC rundown. and big cat and he and he's on there with uh big cat and the other guy the, the other guy yeah who is it KFC Kevin Clarence. KFC that's you know that used to be kirkman buddy but no yeah. more um they I- they uh are just joking around laughing about Kaepernick and Portnoy's asking, you know, is he an Arab? <laughs> it's he... a hell of a rant. I don't know if Dave's going to play it. It's a year. crazy rant. Do we know, Dave, what year it comes from? Twenty-six. Uh, let's let's see here. Let
2: me play it in the video, Jerry. I don't think you can hear it, but let me play part of it. Kaepernick not standing for the national anthem this has become a huge story. Uh, so I'm going to say something that's racist, but I don't think it's racist. I don't think if you think something and don't say or act upon it, you can be called a racist. you say- what you're gonna I'm, say it. I'm gonna say it when I heard this story, I didn't read it, I didn't know why I was saying there. I was like, Oh, he's an ISIS guy. Like, that was my original thought because he kind of looks like he is very confusing. He is very confusing, I will give you
1: that. So I immediately throw a, throw a head wrap wait, on this. Wait, terror. wait, you thought he was not standing for the national anthem because he wanted to like kill all Americans?
2: No, I thought he maybe had some terrorist Arab- oh, Arabic. All right, maybe, it was, maybe it was
0: like a pal. You kind of see where he's going with that. That's, that's, that's funny. funny. That's, that's funny. Almost, that's funny. Almost four years ago. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like, uh, you can hear it and see it in Portland when he was just on edge, yeah. I know he's not like that anymore, but and for good reason. He's worth a hundred million or whatever. He's he's a but business.
1: so funny. That's what that's what I mean by when people criticize the way barstools change. It's like that's the kind of rant right there that you can't get anywhere else. That's freaking hilarious. That people normal people watch that and they laugh because it's funny. And now they don't do it anymore. And so it kind of you know that's the criticism.
0: So he thinks that uh, Colin Kaepernick when he was kneeling and so Kaepernick was active and playing and kneeling at that point and he thinks that might have been come up (laughs) because
1: it's like it was genuine he's like oh i really thought he was like arab like i didn't even know he was black i mean that's true you could tell he genuinely thought that he's like oh i thought he's the nicest guy
0: (laughs) he says it might be because of some arabic theology (laughs) (laughs) i'll I'll give you that that is pretty funny now he
2: posted he posted last week I, i can't play right now last night that Basically, the the whole cut is taken out of context, and he must have some part after this that, I don't know, maybe he does some mea culpa or something like that or explains it to some extent. So he's, he's, he's going back at her pretty hard, aggressive, like you were saying, Turtle Boy earlier.
1: And that's when people love Prez. Yeah. Right? When his back's against the wall and Deadspin or one of these woke social justice warriors is going at him, that's when he's at his best. They should go at him more often.
0: So you, you think there's zero chance that he somehow, like, apologizes and says, you know,
1: he still hasn't apologized for Housergate. That's the beauty of Dave Portnoy is that he doesn't apologize for the most offensive things. He says we need. That's why he's refreshing. That's why people, that's how he built his empire to begin with. And that's why I'm saying it's sad that he's hired all these morons.
0: So it'll be interesting to see it play out because every day we've seen, a different person apologized. It was Howard Stern, and then his buddy Jimmy Kimmel, and then Jimmy Fallon, and then Tina Fey. It is amazing how many liberals have gone with the blackface, isn't it? I mean, it'd be easier to <laughs> list. It'd be easier to list the liberals who haven't been in blackface. Now, some survive, like Ralph Northam and Justin Trudeau. They survive because they are good, important liberals who believe in abortion in the fourth trimester. So they're, they're important. Can't cancel them. Jimmy Kimmel is taking a leave of absence. Is he really? call Malone once upon a time. See, I I think that's an insane overreaction. But I do love to see liberals eat their own. As I said, with you know, watching the uh, New York Times go after Bill Simmons, you must have enjoyed that. It was kind sure. of funny. Listen to Bill Simmons promise to find more uh, black editors for The Ringer or black voices for podcasts. Uh, you know, promising to do better. You know, because. Ryan Rosillo mocked looters and we can't have them mocking people at the ring are gonna be mocking looters. No,
1: no, no, none of that. No, themselves.
2: Didn't they uh didn't they take down an episode of Golden Girls over the weekend? Yes,
1: that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, we all, we like,
0: a golden girls this idiotic episode where they put I don't know what it is, it's like mud or that makeup facial.
2: yeah, it's like yeah. a facial thing. Yeah, it's
0: like a facial thing. They put their mud on their faces, and the golden girls who are all like a hundred years old, Betty White. <laughs> They put that mud on their faces and somebody, Dave Rubin or someone, made a joke about it. And within hours, Netflix, I mean, uh, Hulu announced that that episode will no longer be available. So you what can't. If,
1: if you're, I don't know who, who was going on Hulu and watched Golden Girls, but if you're a big Golden Girls fan, that little, that if episode is gone. If that's your favorite, I mean, this has been quite the sexual episode we've had here, Jerry. <laughs> Got shockers and cam Newton's shirt off and golden girl getting facial where will we go next here
0: <laughs> you can't see that episode of golden girls because they put mud on their faces and I, I just i mean you wonder like with the idiot who plays cleveland and you say do they stop and think or is it just this impulse this this reaction where they say
1: oh what can i do to to fend off the mob before I, before i get started it's, here it's about it, it's like a' It's like the Webster police chief who laid down. It's about making this about them because I've never heard of this guy beforehand. And now I have. That was his whole point is branding himself as woke because that makes money. I mean, look at Colin Kaepernick. He's made so much money being woke. It's cash money. So, I mean, it's it's almost a smart business deal. I mean, yeah, we need people- somebody, JT the Brick or somebody, uh, you know, I don't know who else
0: could break a story. We need somebody with sources to say the Patriots approach Kaepernick, but he said, nah, I want 20 million. I want 30 million. And they said, okay, plan B we're moving on to uh
2: no, according to JT, the brick, they approached Kaepernick and they, and he said, no, I would rather be in the front office in some capacity. We'll see if that one plays out.
0: See, What do you think working in the front office in Foxborough is like, you think it's a part-time gig, you know, working for Belichick. You think that's a part-time gig? Cause <laughs> yeah. there's no way Colin Kaepernick wants, well, will even, uh, Consider a full-time job. If you said, "Okay, we need you in the in the whatever," we got meetings at eight a.m. Meetings that you know we're going to be on a conference call tonight. He'd be like, "What?" Now you know, talk to my girlfriend. She's handling all that. He's <laughs> interest. And he is a part-time martyr making millions for Nike from Nike. Uh, so you know, having slave labor, child labor in in, in uh, China make his shoes and make his shirts. He's got a great gig. I mean, playing quarterback, Cam Newton has got his work cut out for him. Would you agree? I mean, immediately with a new playbook, immediately with new receivers. On top of that, he's in the weight room. He's working out. I mean, that is a major commitment. Cam Kaepernick has no interest in that. I don't know how many times we have to go over this, but in the same woke clowns will say, you know, why don't they call Kaepernick? Because he has no interest in a full-time job.
1: He couldn't even do the freaking tryout. Remember, he canceled the tryout at the last minute. And he minute. moved
0: it, and he had his own camera It was a total publicity
1: stunt. Yeah, like that's what you're getting. I mean, it's like the guy does, clearly does not – Whitlock has said it a bunch of times. He clearly does not want to play. It pays more to be a martyr. Why would you want to play football? And it doesn't hurt nearly as much. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? His profile just
0: grows and grows. While he's away, you know, I mean, he doesn't have to play. He doesn't have to speak. He doesn't even have to appear in public. He doesn't speak. I don't even know what his voice sounds like. He doesn't even have to march. He just has to sit in his place and wherever he is in New York and probably, you know, watch all the, you know, these fawning acolytes, you know, carry the, carry the torch. Literally, in some cases, carry the torch for him while he sits back and, you know, does what he does. Lets the. Let's uh, others do his dirty work and, and get ready for it, man. Because I, I'll say it again, all these guys are going to kneel, all of them: Brady, Breeze, Goodell, Newton. They're all going to kneel. I don't know if you saw that picture of that soccer uh, the soccer player, the the girl, yeah, the one girl that stood up, one girl who stood up, and she became a a hero to the uh, you know. Has she been doctored? her life been ruined? To patriotic Americans, she became a hero because she stood for the anthem. Oh, that's the other cancel. I have it here, too. My other favorite cancel culture story over the weekend. Where the hell did I put it? Um, I tweeted about it. Alexi Lalas, my old friend, Alexi Lalas. We used to have him on uh, our show, believe it or not. Dennis uh, Dennis and Callahan would have Alexi when he was on the uh I don't even the revolution or whatever. Trust me,
2: trust me. We can believe that you had Alexi Lalas <laughs> on the couch.
0: For people unfamiliar, he's a ginger. So yeah, he's a redhead with a funky red beard. So we were on ten to noon, and we did a remote from uh, uh, a bar. Uh, what was the bar in the old Copley Place? Champions. We did a remote from Champions, and we're sitting there, Dino and I. We got our coffee. And Alexi sits down and starts ordering beers (laughs) and he's gunning down Sam Adams. And it's like 11 a.m. And then he says, I got to get going. I got to get to practice. And we just start laughing. You got to practice. He got caught or whatever, fined or uh, admonished by his coach because they listened and they heard it. (laughs) He was drinking before practice. But I always liked him. He was refreshing. He kind of spoke his mind. He was uh, a little bit of a rebel. In the in that community. I mean, I don't even understand half the stuff he's talking about because I don't know anything about soccer. So he tweets out that it will take I don't know what he said, like it'll take guts to stand for the anthem. You know, those those which I've been saying for weeks now that the person who stands is the real rebel mm-hmm. in his day and age. And he said that and he and he had to delete it and apologize for it. <laughs> oh God, what do you say? Called, the soccer League, the United States Soccer Association, they ripped him a new one for saying it takes guts to stand
1: for the anthem. And that's the wokest sport too. Soccer is easily the wokest sport. It's the most diverse. Gener- I mean, it's like a dead spin sport. People that like soccer tend to be more liberal. It's just how it is. Uh, it's popular in you know Western European countries that are, tend to be more liberal, stuff like that. So there's no, I mean, Megan Rapinoe, whatever it is, I mean, she's a freaking national icon because right. of, you know what she did and and so there's nothing brave about what megan rapinoe did she knew that she was going to be treated like a freaking hero she's probably made so so much money talk about equal pay how much do you think she's worth you know compared it's to the rest question. of her she's,
0: she's right at, well, not with kaepernick but she's on that next level i mean she's uh, she's a woman she's gay she hates trump you know she loves, she loves liz warren she checks all the boxes and she'll never stand for the anthem again. It's been very profitable to take a knee. Uh, but it's going to become like so routine in high school and college and, and you know, the, every sport that the person who stands and like that girl. Was that soccer or was that feet? what sport was that in soccer? So- soccer because Alexi Lalas tweeted about her. I believe I think that was the impetus that, that it takes guts to be the one who stands. But he had to apologize. <laughs> he had to apologize. And you, Turtle Boy, say Dave Portnoy, even though you've criticized the Huffpo, the uh, what do you call it, the Huffstool, Huffstool. You think there will be no forthcoming apology
1: from? Uh, no, Marston. it's not what he does, and why should he? I mean, he would just des- he would destroy his brand if. Well, he why do? Why is Howard
0: Stern and Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon and and, and Cleveland? Why are they all apologizing?
1: Howard Stern's a fucking pussy, Jimmy Kimmel, and these, these people don't re- – I mean, Howard Stern, there's no excuse because he could survive on his own without doing it. Jimmy Kimmel works for a major network. He has no choice if he wants to keep his job, That that's what he has to do
2: because that's what – Yeah, but he's, he's got to be careful because on one of his prized possessions there, Big Cat, is on that video. And so he – sure, he doesn't want to back down, but he also has to protect Big Cat. You know what I mean like big cat that big cat doesn't really represent the, the Marshall brand ex- that you're familiar with he's more accepted
1: right. by woke people uh definitely him and PFT are more accepted than, than Dave and kfc are in woke circles but they kind of don't they're, 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 they they want to get him for something like that and, and on that tape he doesn't say anything that offensive big cat but he kind of like throws some layups to Dave and he cl- doesn't yeah. object to it or anything like that and they'll get him for that too I'm sure
0: yo yeah that's definitely crossing the line to the in this day and age but White we'll silence see. is violence, Jerry. We'll see. Right. Uh, silence is violence. We'll see because uh, the usual suspects are going to be after Portnoy and whatever demanding, you know, I don't know what. They're calling the CEO, Nardini, calling the whatever, the parent company. They're going to go after it because you know, he's not only is he talking about race and religion, but he's talking about the sainted one. He's talking about you know, the, the the prophet, Colin Kaepernick, you know, the the, the man who's gonna lead us to a nation without statues. He's he's you know, we're gonna follow him to this nation without a history, you know, without books. A nation where everybody lives in harmony and imagine
1: is our national He he did he did release a statement. He said, Memo to the cancel cops. I knew this was coming before you did, and I'm ready. You don't cancel me, I cancel you. Oh good. <laughs> it's like, that's You don't no, cancel me; I cancel you. That's great.
0: Good, good, good. Stick to your guns. Yeah. And I'd rather read that than his daily whatever it is. Yeah, tra- trader review. I'd rather him get fight with Jamel Hill and and whoever else than have him tell me about his investments. I don't yeah, know about I'm you guys, sure.
1: but yeah, I have no interest in that whatsoever. Don't
0: don't care how much he's making in the stock market doesn't interest me. But if he's gonna fight with Jamel Hill, I'm all in, man. Go go Absolutely. go, prez, go portnoy but all right well uh, you know your 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 example i asked you what was the most egregious cancel culture story of the week of the weekend and you said yours you're not getting as much coverage as the guy who doesn't want to play cleveland anymore i'll give you that or sure. Alexi Lalis. But now they're trying to slander the police by saying yeah. they're friends of
1: turtle boys. Yeah. So down at the there was a, a back the blue rally in Worcester or whatever. So I went down to it to check it out. And it was, you know, not that big or anything like that. I thought there'd be more counter protesters. There wasn't really, you know, a couple of members of the press were there. And apparently, you know, one uh, photographer was taking some pictures down there. Uh, and he's actually a professional. There's actually two photographers, one a professional one. Uh, named Azari Photography posts all these pictures on Facebook uh, of, you know, 45 pictures of people down there protesting. And he is getting destroyed on his reviews because he says he's neutral. He's just a photographer taking pictures. But the Black Lives Matter people don't accept neutrality anymore. You have to be, you know, you have to condemn them in your art for whatever reason. But the second photographer, this guy, Sam Bishop, I guess he works for Mediate or something like that. He uh, posted a picture of me shaking hand about to shake hands with a Worcester police officer who had been in a blog before about two years ago and introduced himself. And of course, I'm going to shake his hand, you know, and because these are human beings, right? And he and he tweets out that here is local blogger Turtle Boy speaking. You know, cops are coming up to them asking to shake his hand, stuff like that, insinuating that like the the Worcester police look to me as a thought leader and I'm this big racist asshole, so. <laughs> Therefore, the Worcester police are guilt should be canceled through association with Turtle Boy. That was clearly the insinuation.
0: Well, I don't know about canceled. They should be defunded. I know that. We don't really need cops anymore. I think we've learned, we've all
1: agreed that we could be. I I tell you who should be canceled Davis Farmland in Sterling. Oh, oh, good. If you haven't read this on TB
0: Daily News, give us a quick uh, recap the uh, Cliff Notes of your uh, story, your blog about this farm, this petting.
1: it's a petting zoo farm for kids. My kid's have been there many times before. You have to have a kid 12 or under, I guess, is the rule to go in there, like Chuck E. Cheese. Or else, you know, it's creepy if, like, you know, an old guy goes in there and just texts our kid and stuff like that. But they have this one kid. Uh, he's 21 years old. He's nonverbal, and he's in a wheelchair. And he just likes touching the goats. I mean, you, it's like the nicest kid, you know. Like, it's like, how can you not be heartworn by this kid? Anyway, this mother posted on Facebook that they were not let in. Because he's over the age of 12, which is absurd because he's not mentally capable of being a sexual deviant like that. Like that is, he can't freaking do that. So I get the spirit of the rule, but he doesn't fit in. And they, but they literally told him go in the parking lot and just find a family and stay here with them. They told him how to get around their own stupid, useless rule and they got off like that blog was read hundreds of thousands of times this weekend. WBZ wrote about it. He did an interview with the guy that owns it and he's sticking by his guns. He's saying, nope, rules are rules. This is a place that David Ortiz has advertised for. They, they, they make a lot of money. Yeah, they have like a, a a maze there, a corn maze, and a lot of celebrities come out to promote it. They probably are rolling in cash. It's a big waste of money. I've been there several times.
0: <laughs> you know, like, I, I like the rule, though. But you're right. I mean, I, you can you can bend the rules in this case, but I like the rule to keep out the you know the dirty old men that go to the petting zoo to hopes of uh, you know like sniffing someone's hair, like Joe Biden, some kid's hair or something. But.
1: but like, how does that make sense? Like, what if you're a pedophile and you bring your own kid? Is that better somehow? Yes. <laughs> like, or,
0: you, or you just go in the parking lot and say, Can I go in yeah. with you?
1: <laughs> yeah, go go and hit on people and bring a kid in with you. Find a stray kid. Bring your own like what? As a I mean, and you're keeping them. I mean, talk about PR. How cocky you have to be to just not care. You're like, we are keeping this. Twenty-one-year-old man who just wants to touch goats. This poor kid he has been dealt a terrible hand in life—you know, <laughs> hard enough for his mother, you know, for everybody involved—and you're like, "Nope, rules are rules." I freaking hate those people. Rules are rules. Rules are meant to be broken.
0: If, I bet you, if he was, uh, uh, you know, of a
1: minority status, they could get him in there. You know, no, that's—I—I—that not, you're not—you're you're joking, but it's absolutely true. This would be a completely different ball game if this man was non-verbal, non-mobile, and black.
0: Or gay. It could be gay.
1: Transgender. That's
0: oh, yeah. True. It could be Yeah. I'm, I keep losing uh, uh, followers on Twitter. I don't know about you. They're like taking them away from me. So I'm thinking of changing my bio to what is the Twitter bio? Black Trans Matters or something? <laughs>
1: good one. You need something really woke.
0: <laughs> the actual official Twitter account of Twitter. Their bio just says Black Trans
1: Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah. I think if I, if I go with that, I think I'll be okay. I'll I'm be good. Out every day. Fucking hate when people kill black trans people. It's Racist, <laughs> it so much. I am. I am totally against uh, yeah. killing
0: black trans lives or whatever. And then, then I'm. Then I'm good. I'm good. But anyway, you can read all about that on, at tbdailynews.com or follow Twitter. Uh, follow Aiden on Twitter. Give me a Twitter handle
1: at Real Uncle TV or you can follow at
0: me. Real. Yeah. You're a good follow. I'll give you that. You're a good follow. I'm. You me sometimes.
1: You're on, on Parlor too now, right? I'm working on it. Yeah. At- I, 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 why, don't you, why don't
2: you just do parlor through the show account? Why don't you just do that? Right? I you made just- a mistake
0: when I signed up. For, I don't even want to tell you when I signed up for a uh, parlor, I screwed up and I have to delete my parlor account and start over. But I'm going to do it. You know don't, I mean?
1: it's like fun it's like the outcasts you forgot about all these people milo's on there the krasensteins it's uh, you know all these people that have been black like laura loomer laura like, on there i forgot about you people and they're on there they're having a great time it's, it's like a whole i need
0: I need, need colinane or my wife to help me uh, fix my uh, little mistake i made then i'll be on there because i feel like it's only a matter of time before i get in twitter trouble why don't i, I just
2: need- change why don't i change the show account to Jerry Callahan. So it's not the Jerry Callahan podcast. It's just Jerry Callahan. You can what, take what it ha- over. What
0: happened to my old uh, partner, Dino? He got banned from Twitter again, I was told.
1: Throw him on the island. It's it's he a gets, great
0: island. <laughs> he should be on Parler. He gets banned more than you do.
1: And, I know. Parler yeah. is
2: the worst app I've ever used. They
1: gotta ever. they gotta, they, gotta they have to improve it. It's not it's as so simple bad. as Twitter, but you can't put
2: videos on. all we do is post videos. You can't put videos on there easily. So they
1: need to yeah. invest in the product, obviously, yes. but
0: it's got potential. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm working on it. We'll get there. We'll get there. I have a feeling, you know. Once Trump jumps yeah. the parlor, it's over for Twitter. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I should follow, say. It's over.
1: And follow people if you want to subscribe to the Turtle Boy YouTube channel too. I do a show Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday as well. And Dave comes on sometimes. Maybe we'll get yeah. Jerry sometime as well. Cancel Gupta.
0: Well, make sure he does a better job than he's done today. When you get them on, you can hear them better and see them better
2: than I'll you. I'll do can. it from home tomorrow. I came to one of the many offices available to me. I, we should have been at the Legacy Club. I would have gone there today. That would have been fun. Are you
0: all set to go back to the Legacy Club? I am
2: out of the house. I am all set. Gave permission? She gave me permission. Actually, it was, real my, it was really my mom. So daycares are open today, right? Isn't that part of one the of the phases? Is.
0: The other guys, the problem is Turtle Boy and, you know, Shattuck, Riemann. Okay, here we
2: because, go. He's making the excuses because you don't want to go to the Legacy Club anymore. I'm You're making the
0: excuses. you the Legacy Club. You know that. But they don't have peanuts anymore. They don't have m ms Oh, geez. Come away, you know, because of the COVID, there's no more m ms So what am I going to give these guys for showing up?
2: Jeez. Can we use a pool table at least before the show? That's one. That's the there's thing I do every day.
0: Allowed, there's all kinds of new rules.
2: Hmm. All right. um, we'll look with. it.
0: We'll figure it out thanks Aiden that is Turtle Boy and Uncle Turtle Boy and you could follow him on Twitter he's a good follow he's a good edgy follow um, and we'll we'll talk to you again hopefully uh, this week uh, thanks to Shake Concrete and Allied Paving and DCU and uh, Birch Gold and Flagship thanks to Cullinane for barely showing up today uh, but hey you tried uh, I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan podcast. And uh, we will talk to you again tomorrow.
2: Why am I stopping? You, no one else stops.
0: I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan podcast.